The quality of your questions determines the quality of your results. If you aren't getting good results in your life, start asking yourself better quality questions. I'm your host, Tina Gosney, a family relationship coach, and this is the Coaching Your Family Relationships podcast, where you will learn how to think, feel, and do better in the way you show up in your relationship with yourself so that you can show up better in your relationships with your family. If you haven't attended my masterclass this month, the last couple of weeks, how to positively influence the people you love, this is your last chance to sign up. I'll be doing the last one of those September 6th, 2 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. If you cannot attend live, don't worry, there will be a replay sent out, but you have to be registered to get the replay. This masterclass is totally free. I don't know if I'm going to teach it again, totally free. So if you're wanting to have more influence in other in the lives of other people, if you are watching the people that you love make choices that are breaking your heart and you really want to get them to listen to you so that you can help them, you want to have a positive influence in their life, this is your class. Some of the things I'm going to be going over are why it's so hard to get someone to really listen to you. And why you can think of all the things that you wanted to say two hours after your conversation, but in the middle of the conversation, you can't remember any of them. Has that ever happened to you? You want to, I'm going to show you how to start building a relationship based in psychological safety. And here's just a side note. Psychological safety leads to more influence. And then I'll be showing you the one thing that you can do today that very day to begin having more influence in the lives of this person that you love so much. So I want you to go to the link in the show notes. This is going to be the last one I'm offering for a while. So please, if you are interested in this class, go to that link and sign up. A couple of years ago, my husband and I went to visit his brother and his brother's wife. So my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. My sister-in-law is very successful in her career, in her job. And she was just contemplating some changes in that career. And she was kind of stuck. She told me she'd been stuck for a while and trying to figure out how to make that work and how to make it work for her and for her employees that she cared a lot about. And she wanted to make sure that their jobs were also profitable and uh, secure. And so I started asking her some questions And we just sat and talked and our husbands listened. They were sitting there listening to us. And we talked for maybe 15, 20 minutes. And I just listened to the things that she was saying. And I asked her questions. And then after about 20 minutes, she said, thank you so much. That was really helpful. And my brother-in-law, her husband said, what? All she did was ask you some questions. I've been trying to help you with that for months. And my sister-in-law turns around to him and she said, but she asked the right questions. And then she listened. And then she asked questions from what she heard. You weren't doing any of that for me. Sometimes I describe myself as a professional question asker because I do ask a lot of questions. And if you're one of my clients or have been one of my clients, you know that I ask you a lot of questions. That's not all that I do. But I do ask a lot of questions because I know that you have a lot of wisdom inside of you that I can help bring out 
and help you find. And this is what I did with my sister-in-law. I ask you questions that you're not going to think to ask yourself. It's because I'm outside your brain. And so I just think a little bit differently in order to get your brain to think a little bit differently. And this is what I did for my sister-in-law that day. There was a time I remember, I don't remember exactly how old I was. I think I was maybe around 12 or so. And I was in the kitchen. I think I was in the kitchen and I was trying to open a drawer and it was stuck closed. You know, when the drawer opens just a little bit and then it stops, how frustrating that is. That was happening for me. And I just kept opening and closing and trying to like force it open. And my dad walks in and he says, what are you doing? And I said, I'm trying to get this drawer open. Why won't it open? That was a really frustrated statement phrased and disguised as a question. Why won't this drawer open? That wasn't really a question. I just wanted the drawer to open and I was super frustrated. I wanted the situation to be different. I was trying to force it into being different. And he said, my father said, there's a reason that drawer doesn't open. Why don't you find out what the reason is, why it's not opening, and then you can open the drawer. So the question he was asking is, what is keeping this drawer from opening? Curious, open-minded, actually seeking an answer. That is a true question, not the question that I was asking. Many of our questions that we ask ourselves are not really questions. They're like, why won't this drawer open? The equivalent of that, which it might look like in your life is, man, what is wrong with me? Why do I keep doing this over and over again? Or what's wrong with her? Or what did his mother do to him? Or did she look in the mirror today before she left the house? Like these are not really questions, right? They are judgments disguised in the form of a question. Some of them aren't really even disguised. They're just judgments of yourself or other people. Now, when I was trying to get that drawer open, And my dad walked in and I said, why won't this drawer open? That was actually a judgment statement and an accusation because I knew I came from a really large family. (laughs) I knew that someone who put something in that drawer incorrectly, maybe something that was too big or they shoved something in the drawer that didn't belong there. So me asking this question, why won't this drawer open? Was me accusing someone else of being rude or careless? How often do we ask these types of questions when we're actually casting shade and blame on someone else and trying to disguise it as a question? I think we probably do that a lot more often than we like to admit, and probably even more often than we even notice. So a good question doesn't blame or judge. It is focused on the outcome, and it's curious about how to get to that outcome. A good question is one that you don't already know the answer to. A good question will give your brain a job to do, and your brain loves a job. I was at, had my dog at the vet a few months ago, and somebody, as I was visiting with a woman in the, in the lobby before we were going back to the exam room, she said, what does your dog like to do? And I said, she loves to chase balls. She would probably chase a hundred balls a day if I was willing to throw a hundred balls a day. And this woman said, oh, you're lucky. My dog doesn't like to chase balls. So she gets super bored and she tears up my furniture. 
When we don't keep our brains occupied with quality material, it finds something to do to occupy its time, just like a dog tearing up furniture. So my dog's brain is occupied with who's going to throw the ball for me? How can I chase a ball? Who's going to play with me? She's, she's focused on chasing those balls. And that's a good thing. This other woman's dog, is, her, his, his brain was getting bored. And so he was finding destructive ways to keep his brain occupied. Does your brain ever go wild, making up stories, ruminating things that may or may not be true? This is your brain like getting bored and then just like deciding to tear up furniture. Our brain wants a job. If we don't give it a job, it's going to find something else to do. Think of how much how much value your brain could produce if you gave it a productive job to do. And then you just watch it go to work. You will have, I promise, you will have creative solutions come to you at the most random times. And you will be amazed at some of the solutions that it comes up with. So how do you know what a good quality question is? Well, I kind of went into this a little bit before, but let me go into a little bit more. It's not a judgment of you or of someone else. It doesn't blame you or someone else or try to deflect responsibility. And it's one that you don't already know the answer to. You know, you're going to wonder, well, is this the right question? I'm not sure. Is this a good question? Is it not a good question? You're going to wonder if this is the question that gets you the right answer. Well, you won't know unless you try it out and see what happens. Give your brain a job. Ask your brain a question and see what quality answers it comes up with. If you don't like the quality of your answer, ask a different question. Don't get stuck in the need to be certain that this is the best, the only, the most perfect question. And if I ask this question, I'm going to get the best, the only, the most perfect answer because those don't exist. You think our brains think that there's one answer and that we have to try to find that answer. And if, that if we follow through with what that answer was, then all of our problems are going to be solved. This problem that we're trying to solve is going to be solved if I just find this one answer. Well, that is a trap. And if you get stuck there, you won't actually do anything because you're way too concerned with having the right answer and not making mistakes. It is okay to make mistakes. We learn from our mistakes. Sometimes the only thing that you know is the next best step, and that's as far as you can see. And if you don't take this that step, you will never know if you're going in the right direction. If you're waiting to see the perfect answer and have it come to you, you will never take that step. You will never know if you're going in the right direction because you'll be paralyzed in not making a decision. Here's an example, a couple examples of Good quality questions. This one's more general. What kind of person am I being in this relationship? Do you see how that's open-ended? It's not a yes or no. It's curious. It's not judgmental. I don't already know the answer to it. I can explore. Am I being the kind of person that I want to be in this relationship? If not, then let me explore what changes that I could make. What could I do differently? How can I think, feel, and do differently here? Here's a little bit more specific question on that same line of thinking. 
How can I let my spouse know I'm excited to see them when we see each other after work? See, still, open-ended, not judgmental. I don't know the answer to that question yet. I could try some things and see what works, but I won't know what works until I try some things. So here's your takeaways for today. Number one, the quality of your questions determines the quality of your life. Ask yourself better questions. The second takeaway, the better quality question, the better quality answer. Better answers equals better results. Here's your challenge. Come to my masterclass next week on September 6th. That's Wednesday. This is the last time I'll be teaching this class for a while because I'll be focused on coaching my small group that is beginning the week of September 17th. And by the way, you are welcome to submit a application to become part of that group. That link is also, you will find that in the show notes. I want you to write, before you come to that class, I want you to write a relationship question that you have not been able to solve. Write it down and come to this class. I might answer that question for you in this class. And if I don't, you can ask me this question on the call because we're going to have a live coaching or live Q&A. So you will find the link in the show notes. It's also on my website and in my social media profiles. Right now is the right time for you to be learning what you are learning in this podcast. Right now is the right time for you to begin working on this relationship you have with yourself so that you can transform your relationships with your family. I'll see you at that masterclass, September 6th.